So I need to tell everyone I have 102 fever right now. And so I have notes because I'm afraid I'm just going to fall over and pass out. And I really want to tell you guys this story so much. And the line that I wanted to open with before I was sick was, my name is Sierra, and I'm sick a lot. <laughs> being sick to me is like being normal to all of you. And I've kind of learned to run my whole life around being sick. For example, it was the night before this really great date, like the night before our entries. And I was so excited, and I woke up at 2.30 in the morning with 103 fever, and I go, what can I possibly do to go on this date? I'm going to drink an entire box of emergency. That'll kill anything that is going on in me. So we go on this date, and it's a cool night in Vermont, and he goes to tuck a little piece of hair behind my ear, and he goes, you're hot. And I go, thank you. And he goes, no, your skin feels like it's on fire. <laughs> and I go, no, it's fine. Let's just go in the movie. I'm just really overheated. It's hot Vermont summer, you know? So we go into the movie. Halfway through the movie, I start puking, vomiting, blood. We go to the ER, <laughs> and uh, apparently you can drink too much emergency. <laughs> apparently it can make you really sick. And the date ended in a bed. Not the kind of bed I wanted it to end in, but nonetheless a bed. And uh, that's when I realized that I was different from most people. So this whole story that I'm going to tell you about is my journey to find true love and how medical problems have come in the way each and every time. Um, I've always made the joke that I need to find a guy who will love me in sickness and in sickness. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet, but I'm still trying. Um, so the first C, so all my medical illnesses have started with C, so that's the kind of theme I'm going with. The first C, I'm dating a musician, so obviously it's not meant to work out, but um, <laughs> I'm trying so hard and I was having some issues with my lady parts, and um, I <laughs> go into an OBGYN, and they run some tests and say, come back in two weeks. I come back, and I'm sitting there, and she goes, you have a germ cell tumor on your ovary. And I go, germ cell tumor? I lived in Vermont for a few years. I didn't shower a lot. Is this related to hygiene? And she goes, no, you weirdo, it's cancer. And I go, oh, well, that's curable, I guess. So. I come back home, and my boyfriend goes, we need to break up. And I go, what? Oh, okay. So we talk for about an hour, and then I mumble out, oh, it's cancer. And he goes, what? And I was like, it didn't seem relevant to bring it up right now. And he goes, relevant? And, you know, we break up, and I cure cancer, so I'm a survivor of both the cancer. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and the breakup. <laughs> and um, we move on to the next C. I call it cougarism. It's a problem I'm still suffering from. <laughs> At 18, I loved old men. I loved George Clooney. I would fantasize about the older, the better. And then I turned 25, and something happened. It's like I have a silent dog whistle that only attracts people from 18 to 23. No men my age find me attractive. Young men find me very attractive. And um, for a perfect example, I was dating a guy, a younger guy, and um, I'm a child psychologist. I work with kids all day, and I was teaching this, this little three-year-old boy about patience and waiting and counting to three and thinking before you speak and all those great things. And I come home from work, and I'm just so excited to see my boyfriend and be like, oh, I've had this long day, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I got a puppy! What? Why? Did you talk to the landlords? Did you do this? And I'm I'm realizing I'm saying the exact same thing I said to the three-year-old earlier today that I'm saying to my boyfriend. 
And I go, I'm taking work home with me a little too seriously. And um, so back to the original story is I'm, so I'm dating this great guy. He's really young and um, very young. 21 though, legal. Okay, guys, legal. <laughs> and uh, I've been sick. I spent six months in and out of the hospital. I was really sick. I actually, I lost a bunch of weight. I looked really ill. And finally, a doctor comes in and he goes, you have cystic fibrosis. And I go, what? That, my best friend died of that. And I'm like, he knew he was sick from like the day he was born. And I was like, how could I go this long without knowing? And they go, well, you have like a really rare mutation. You have like the 98th mutation, which most people go their whole life thinking it's bad asthma. <laughs> You're just starting to show. <laughs> so I, I go, okay, well, this is manageable. I can do this. I can do it. Yeah. So I go home and I uh, walk in the door and my boyfriend's standing there. He goes, we need to talk. And I go, yeah, we really do. And he goes, this isn't working. And I go, really? Again? <laughs> really? And he, I'm like, okay, yep, not working. And I don't even tell him about the CF because you don't want a guy to stay with you for pity. That's just sad. Let's be honest here. <laughs> and so we break up and uh, I'm going, never again, never young guy. Two years later, taking a 22-year-old. I'm getting older. They're getting younger. <laughs> He's a 22-year-old Pokemon fan. I don't know <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> and um, he, he goes, I want to be in a committed relationship. I'm ready for this. I have my big boy pants on. <laughs> I give him so many outs, it's ridiculous. I say, are you sure? Are you sure? We can keep it casual. We can keep it casual. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. He's a little boy who's like, I'm ready to ride the big roller coaster. Halfway through the roller coaster, pees his pants. That's him. So things are rocky, and it's just because he realized he's not ready to be in a committed relationship. And, you know, I'm kind of feeling it, but I'm not sure. And I'm on this camping trip with my wonderful friend, Eric Hammer. And um, we're coming back from the camping trip, and I have a voicemail and a text message because I didn't get really get reception out there. And the, voice, the text message is from the guy I'm dating, and it says, we need to talk. And the voicemail is my OBGYN saying, your cancer is back. At this point, you know, they say sometimes things get easier, like riding a bike. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Not with medical illnesses and breakups. It actually gets harder. And this is the first time that I actually got depressed and said, I, I might die. I might die alone. You know, I have my friends and I love them, but I won't, I won't have a, a boyfriend or a husband. And I love kids and I won't get the chance to have kids. And I was thinking, all I can think of is that stupid Walk to Remember movie, and at least she had the guy to marry her before she died. I'm going to have no one, and I'll just be dead and alone and hairless, probably. <laughs> and so we break up. I beat the cancer. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, I get over it, and it's great, but I still sometimes think, like, how, how come I didn't, you know, get so depressed each time? And I think it's because I, I used humor and just made myself get over it. But if there are any single 25-year-old and above men who have great health insurance, <laughs> like long walks on the beach and wine, please give them my number.